Working out your dance moves there, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, all you business geeks, to the Business Geeks Podcast, an entrepreneurial show where three friends geek out loud and proud on everybody's business. I'm Super Joe Pardo of superjoepardo.com and indiepodcasters.com. I'm joined by my two wonderful co-hosts, Jennifer Crawford, the co-founder of Sparent.co, and Samantha Riley of SamanthaRiley.global. This week, we are talking about the Eisenhower Matrix and whether or not you should be using it and why you should be using it, because you probably should be using it, especially if you have squirrel syndrome. Anyway, did any big news happen over this past weekend? Anything happen? I don't... Nothing. Can't. Nothing can't. in the world. This is nothing happened. So can't, can't think of anything major. I mean, an election came to an end. I think that's. I think you know that's the important thing to say about that. But uh, I, I think the bigger thing is the news that came out today that has greatly affected the stock market, which is the ninety percent effectiveness of the Pfizer vaccine. Hallelujah to that. Hopefully the longevity of it will stay intact and you know it being safe and all that. And hopefully it'll last longer than three months after you take it. <laughs> well, we would hope so. Science yeah, will save yeah. us, people. Science will save us. That's that's the hope. That's the hope. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. So the Eisenhower Matrix, we kind of dabbled, I think, a little bit in this last week. Uh, I think we touched on it very briefly, mm-hmm. but we certainly didn't dive into it. Yeah. So, Sam, do you want to kick us off here? Sure. Well, this was actually Jen's find. So big shout out to Jen, because when I saw this in the notes, I got a bit excited. I think the Eisenhower Matrix is a really great place to start if you're feeling overwhelmed or not focused in your business. So I don't know if you've got it there, Joe, but just to talk it through, we've got the urgent tasks, the not urgent tasks, the important tasks and not important tasks. And This is great for people that, like I said, are overwhelmed. I think it's a really great place to start to get all the stuff out of your head and into this matrix so at least you have a starting point. I don't know that I would use it other than that. There's a few little bits, and we'll go into it, a few little bits that I don't love about it, but I think it's a really great place to start so that you can get those urgent, important tasks off your plate. I love it. This is my go-to tool because I love its simplicity. And the other thing I love about it is it it can be used towards any sort of project or, you know, your weekly, your daily, your monthly goals. Yes, it's very simple. So I think for us, you know, productivity, you know, geeks, we want to take it a step further. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what I love about this is it categorizes so that you can prioritize, right? So, and I think the most important category is that fourth quadrant, the not important, not urgent tasks that we can delete. Because how many of us waste our time on stuff that's not important and not urgent? You know, checking Facebook, scrolling through. I mean, I was doing that today and I had to stop myself because it's so tempting. And these are really just time wasters. And I think if we spend a little bit of time, you know, even if it's like a daily practice, you know, figuring out what should be in that important urgent box and what should be in that not urgent but important box. And then, you know, of course, I love delegating the not important Mm -hmm. and urgent stuff, you know, hand it over to your VA people and then delete all the garbage, get the garbage off your list. And also, you know, just recognizing what is actually urgent because a lot of us tend to think everything is urgent or at least treat everything as it as if it's urgent. And, you know, if everything's <laughs> urgent, nothing is. So I just love this. You know, it's also something that was inspired by Dwight D. Eisenhower, our 34th president. If you know anything about him and his presidency and his legacy, he was known for getting a lot of stuff done, big things, and having this sustained productivity. That's sort of like what he became known for. And this was something that he used in order to figure out what he should be working on at any given moment. So love it. Good enough for Dwight. Good enough for me. (laughs) Love it. Love it. uh, What do you think though, Jen, uh, like for someone that loves delegating as much as I do, that only delegating that urgent, not important? Uh, Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's the weakness. But also, Mm. I think our job is to not have so much in that quadrant one, like Uh the Uh urgent, important stuff that we should be dwindling that down. Because what that says to me is we haven't planned, we haven't prioritized previous, you know, previously, like we, we let things get to this urgent, important things. We're dealing with crisis, we're putting out fires. I think as business owners, we want everything sort of in that important, not urgent, so we can plan and delegate. That's Do you know what else I think happens that gets people putting things into this first quadrant? And I don't know if this happens to you guys, but it definitely happens to me, is that other people project their urgent important onto me. But Mm. just because it's urgent and important to someone else doesn't mean it's urgent and important to me. And I think that a lot of people can get caught up with someone reaching out going, oh, I need this done now. Actually, no, you need that done now. That's not my problem. You didn't plan that. It's not urgent, important for me. I will deal with, with that later. Yes. I mean, you could only imagine how much we deal with this at Sparent, a virtual assistant agency. I can only imagine. <laughs> this is this is our life. Yeah, you know, it's true. And of course, we we try to help our clients as much as possible when they have a crisis situation. But 99.9% of those times, their emergencies, their crises were a result of poor planning on their part. And that's just the reality. So we do our best, but we're not on call. We're not 24-7 for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we have to be realistic. So yes, can we help them a lot of times? Yes, we can, but it's not guaranteed like like our other work is. So yeah, I mean... I, I'm so glad you said that because somebody else's <laughs> crisis is not my emergency. So, mm-hmm. yep. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And what I love is that plan as well up in that do later column. That important, not urgent. Do later. But I think that plan is so little. It should be like huge. Plan should be big. Sh- I think that this is a really great starting point. But from here, it's well, what does the plan look like moving forward? Hmm. so that it doesn't go into that impertinent, impertinent, important, urgent quadrant. <laughs> well, I, I agree. I'm a minimalist to a certain extent, and I do love the fact that there's four quadrants there. But I almost feel like there could be one more in the middle because I mm-hmm. feel like the things that get to the do later plan stage, like they probably are still you know, need to be done in a somewhat urgent fashion or else you wouldn't be putting them in there at all, right? Almost like a bucket list. I mean, that's how I run my to-do list. I mean, I have my to-do list and what's in progress and what's been completed. And then I have the bucket list, which there's tons of things in the bucket list of things that like, I'll I'll pick some of those things out eventually and get them to-do list and eventually get them in progress. But the goal is to have the to-do list be really short and the bucket list probably way longer than it will probably ever get completed and have to be sorted and pruned back and and things of that nature. I I would challenge that bucket list a little bit. Okay, why? Why? Well, and I can't speak to your bucket list because I haven't seen it, but I can tell you that I've worked with clients where we do this exercise where we, when they're new to delegating, where we have them brain dump everything they do in their business and and also include all the things they want to do. And so kind of their bucket list, right? The things they, and some of those things are great. Like, you know, they're strategic and they just haven't had, you know, strategic planning and business growth items that they haven't gotten to. But a lot of them, are not really that important, like kind of nice to haves, but really like they're just ending up cluttering, cluttering their headspace. Like it's just slowing them down. Like it's the weight of it, like that whole like, oh my God, I'm not getting to this yet, but it's really not a big deal. And there's probably a reason you're not getting to it. Yeah. I mean, I don't look at it like that, but I could see where people would. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay, so I definitely agree like with this, Jen, like with, with what you're saying, Jen, because I think that what's different, you know, this was created by an ex-president. He probably has very different things to do than, than we do as entrepreneurs <laughs> and probably a lot of them are quite urgent and important, but as entrepreneurs, we're very creative. There's lots of things that we might want to do, you know, like write a book is often on that bucket list kind of thing, right, for a lot of entrepreneurs. And what one of my mentors sort of suggested that that I do a few years ago and we definitely do this in our business and I suggest my clients do it as well is have a one day maybe column 
So one day maybe it comes out of your head straight away, write a book. It just goes into one day maybe. It's out of your head. You can focus, but you might never get to it. And it doesn't matter because it's 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 sitting there. It doesn't matter. It's one day maybe. One day maybe when there's nothing in the urgent important box or nothing in the, the urgent not important box, maybe we take something out of that one day maybe. Maybe we don't, but it's okay. I like that approach because it takes a lot of the pressure off. And yeah, a book is a perfect example because that was sort of it, you know, Joe, like that was one of my bucket items is to write a fiction book, not even a business book. I just, I'm just a voracious reader. I love reading. I actually enjoy writing. So I always thought that I would write a book and mm-hmm. I started one. I've got, I've got stuff, you know, I've got stuff, but at the same time, I wasn't carving out time for it. And it was cluttering up my mind, like, oh, I'm not getting to this thing was always in the back. And so finally, I just had to like put it in the delete box. And I just had to like, yeah, so maybe one day, maybe when I have the luxury of more time, but right now, in the foreseeable future, it just can't be, it can't mm-hmm. be, in, it can't take up a quadrant. It's gotta, Absolutely. It's got to get out of, mm. get out of the way a little bit. So, yeah. And the other thing I think is in that, that do now box, that important urgent, I believe that some of that can be delegation. I was chatting to Jen before the show, before you showed it up, Joe. I've got a membership website that's gone down. It launched yesterday. <laughs> I've woken oh, no. up to a an inbox full of messages that there's a tech glitch. I won't be doing anything with that now except delegating that to my team so I can move on with my day because I know that it's very urgent, it's very important, but it needs to be delegated so it can be dealt with more quickly than me fluffing around in there for the rest of today. I was in there till midnight last night. I don't want to do any more on it. (laughs) Well, and that was a total CEO move, right? Like you are are sort of the advanced, you know, Eisenhower matrix. (laughs) You know, you're, you're advanced. Um, and, you know, at Spirit, we take our clients through this, you know, Eisenhower matrix, but we also have another matrix we put them through. We call it the CEO matrix. So then we we it. take them to the next step to figure out what they should be doing and what they should be delegating. And so it's all, so what we want to do is we want to, again, keep that upper quadrant as light as possible because we want them delegating as much as possible so that they're Absolutely. only doing those high level, you know, tasks associated with running a business. But it's a process. No, mm-hmm. It doesn't happen overnight for most it people. It does not. It does not. I've got a friend that runs a business and he hasn't been in it for over six months because he managed to set up his processes so much that everything is in delegate now. He doesn't even talk to his team they're totally autonomous and I think that is fantastic. That I think that that's definitely something to work towards. Absolutely. Good yeah. for him. Oh, totally. That's advanced. Very advanced yeah. for a new business owner, I have to say. Super advanced. Yeah. So do you use this, Joe, apart from your bucket list? I mean, not specifically this, no, but the, like I said, uh, that's the way I have my Trello broken down, right? And bucket list could mean the, what was the term you used? Uh, someday, someday, maybe. Someday, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. I mean, that's, I don't know if I would call these things even bucket list things. Like, they're things that I want to get around to, I probably should get around to. And I, what I, you know what? I think that they're the middle one. I was thinking, like, instead of delegate now, delegate soon. You know, because there's always, or even the not urgent piece, like do later, like that should, if it's not that urgent and it's at least somewhat important, like you should be able to delegate that as well. So, okay. I'd love to unpack that a little bit. What's the difference between delegate now and delegate soon? Well, I would assume that there's probably something else that maybe another, maybe another component, you know, that you have to contribute because the whole do later thing's eventually going to get to here, right? If it's, if it's not urgent, but it is important, that means it's not going to go, it's not going to just resolve itself because it, you're deeming it as important. <laughs> Though eventually it might fall into the not important when you don't do it and it doesn't make it, di- you know, winds up not making a difference, which I think a lot of times we need to really give a lot more thought to what is actually important and what is not important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, cause I, the, yeah. The urgent, not urgent thing, like, you know, lots of things have deadlines and they're arbitrary, right? Deadlines are not like a thing that necessarily have to be real, but but it's a construct of like when things would like to be done. And it may not be your deadline. It might be somebody else paying the bills, right? Paying the water bill, paying the electric bill. But it's important. It just might not be that urgent because 
it's due in 20 days. Well, 20 days is not urgent, you know, but it's it needs to get to where it can be delegated. So I, I think really defining what's important and what's not important might be the the first step to like figuring out whether or not it is urgent because I kind of feel like if it is important, it is urgent. Like they kind of they kind of go hand in hand, though maybe not so much, you know? I mean, things are important like getting plans for a new building, you know, and, and things of that nature, but that, that is not going to be urgent because it ain't going to necessarily happen tomorrow. It could take, you know, a year, year and a half, two years to get that, you know, down that road. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess it depends mm-hmm. on what you're looking, but I think starting with the important, not important is a pretty, a pretty solid thing. Cause even the delete, I mean, why wouldn't that be things that you could just delegate? Maybe that shrinks my six down to four <laughs> and instead of delete, you know, maybe delegate should be small underneath. Well, I think you delete the stuff again. That's not important, not urgent. So why would you delegate it if it's not important or not urgent? Like that doesn't make sense to me. Well, I mean, someone's got to do the TPS reports, Jen. I mean, it, they just they have to get done. Well, the TPS reports <laughs> might be important, but they're to, not because like, they need to, to the be part, the people that aren't reading them. <laughs> well, I'm saying if it's something, I'm just saying if that's if you're like comparing that to something that needs to be done in your organization like some sort of report it's it might not be urgent but it's important because it has to be done as part of you know day-to-day operations so i don't know i, I guess we're looking be, at that box a little be. different yeah, yeah. I mean, it might not be it might not be urgent in the sense of like or, or important in the sense of like today but it might be important in the sense of like across the year we need these data points right yeah, or we right. need this or that so it's not like well if we miss the day if we miss the week it's not the end of the world because we're doing this on a weekly basis and there's a year's worth of data one week is not going to sway you know things so it's not necessarily important but See, like, like the business think- is not going to come to a halt if we don't do it put it that way because i think uh, that's, that's where again think- where the, the important is this matrix is for the leftover things that are on your desk right now. I think all of those things that you're talking about, Joe, yep. I don't think that they actually fit into the box because these are in Trello with dates that they have to be action on this date so that whether it's you or whether it's a team member knows that it just gets done. So I feel that you use this box for just those leftover bits and pieces. You know, like mm. the when you're packing a house and there's that last box of all the stuff, I feel like that's this. No, you guys don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. No, no, I do. I do. I do. I moved once. I was, I was distracted <laughs> by the, the comments coming in. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we're kind of going through some of that now. Again, it seems like every couple of years we go through all the stuff that's in the act, the stuff that we haven't touched and go through and say, okay, well, it's not important. We haven't used it and it's time for it to go. Right. Um, but, but there's always those things that are still important. You just might not, you still might not need them right around now right well that's Mm -hmm. this matrix covers all of that joe it covers everything that you just said and (laughs) everything you just said there's a there's a box for it and this is why i love this because i think as business owners we have to constantly be asking ourselves are we working hard on the wrong things or are we working hard on the right things absolutely I, i think this you know, Eisenhower box gives you that decision matrix because let's face it, particularly for 2020, I know me and I think everybody I know has been highly distracted because mm-hmm. the, the world- I don't know what. I, I can't imagine. I, what. I mean, just a, yeah, just a tiny little pandemic and, you know, all sorts of uh, chaos. So it's, you know, that distraction is real and, mm. you know, we're all dealing with it. So- I like this tool because sometimes I need to like, you know, rein it in and like, okay, what, <laughs> let's, let's put things in a box and then we can prioritize and get things done. So I just love this tool because, you know, as business owners, if we are spending too much time on not important, not urgent stuff, if we're not spending enough time planning, you know, you know, Meredith makes a point here that things can be important for future growth. Like she's going to design a new e-course for 2021. It's not urgent, but it's important to her. It's important to the future of her company. But no, it's not going to get done today. She's not going to do an e-course in one day, but she can plan for it and make sure that it gets done and it happens at some point in the future. 
Oh, I just love mm. the, I love the Eisenhower Matrix, Joe. <laughs> no, I, I don't not love it. I think it is. It's a great tool. It's again, especially if you're trying to figure out what's important, what's not important and figure out what's urgent and what's not urgent. I mean, one of the things uh, I always, you know, was grew up with uh, was the saying that my dad would say a lot is uh it is like learning about priorities, prioritizing the things, right? Like, and once you figure out what those priorities are, like everything else will just start to make sense as you yeah. go through it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and so like that falls into this, right? Figuring out what's important, what's not important, and then structuring in a way that enables you to be able to deal with it. So here's the question. If you're don't, if you're not in a position yet to delegate now, what does the delegate now become? just do now i guess it just slides it just you erase the uh, i i think that for me opens up a very different question why mm. can't you delegate now yeah. why can't you delegate yeah i think that that's a yeah a different question and if you think you can't let's have a conversation around how to begin to make that happen because i think i feel that a lot of that delegation is just fear and not fear of letting go of things, a fear of not understanding how it works, how it's going to play out. Just my opinion. I don't disagree. I think it just depends on where you're at with your business, you know, what stage you're in, right? Well, no, what stage you're at, like being, you know, you might be a two person crew, like where like there's just two of you and that's all that you like literally support right now because you're getting, you know, getting started might still be a year into it or, or, you know, two years into it. And it's things are still tight as you're getting off the ground or going through a recession or going through a pandemic or, you know, so there's, I think that there's, I mean, there, obviously there's other ways to delegate, right? You mm-hmm. can go to, you know, Sparing, you can go to about. Fiverr, like there's other opportunity, Upwork, like there's all these opportunities for you to go and find those things to delegate. If the money's not there to do it or to be able to justify it, I guess then that goes into, that's why it's not important. It You've got bigger problems. If, if I was yeah. going to say, if it's A, if it's can't justify it, it needs to go straight down into that delete quadrant. If you can't justify it, shouldn't be there. And two, if you can't delegate, there's got to be better questions. What do I need to do to be able to make that happen? I've been in business 28 years and I have been delegating for 28 years. And I have done multiple startups, multiple bootstraps, but I've always had to ask myself if I can't do that, definitely I'm at different levels, don't get me wrong, but I think that there's better questions and I think that's I think Another so too. Show. <laughs> I think so too. If you're running your business on such tight margins that you can't afford to delegate or outsource, then you have there is something on the infrastructure level that is that is really off because you have to you have to factor that into your pricing and your business strategy. So I'll say a couple of things. One, if you absolutely can't afford to delegate to a person, Think about delegating to digital tools, to you know mm-hmm. that sort of thing. There, there are all sorts of yeah. ways to delegate. Try mm-hmm. to try to use those tools and to maximize your time. And then you are going to have to be brutalistic when it comes to this matrix. And you're going to have to delete maybe more than the average per- the person that can delegate. You're mm-hmm. gonna ha- you're gonna mm-hmm. have to be really really careful how you spend your time if you can't afford to delegate or outsource to people. Yeah, I think that you said that really well, Jan, and something that probably didn't come across then, Joe, is that there's different levels of delegation. So when I'm saying I've delegated for 28 years, it's not at the same level. So maybe there's, you know, a 10-minute task that I've been able to out outsource just for to get something off my plate. Maybe that's in one week, 10 minutes, but at least it's starting to get the systems and processes in order. And I know this is something that you definitely believe in, Joe, that a lot of times that the delegation doesn't happen because of a lack of systems and processes. Absolutely. So you can always start there. Yeah. Mm. Find find those inefficiencies, make them efficient. You know, you're going to gain time and time is money. Hmm. Excellent. It absolutely is. Was there anything? Well, we've already blown through 25 minutes of this podcast. Exactly. Exactly. Not too bad for one little <laughs> quadrant. Hey. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Uh, was there anything else that either of you wanted to add about that? 
No, I like orange. You like orange? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Come on, we need a bit of lightness in our lives. It's been very heavy around <laughs> yes. the world for, for a bit too long. <laughs> yes, that yes, is it has. so true. Graphic was created in Canva for your enjoyment today. <laughs> uh, oh, you, you? Oh, did you, you do it? that, Jen? Yes, yes, I, oh. I, I made that. Wow, the business geeks. See, Joe, we delegated our image to Jen. We didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's awesome. Thanks, Jen. Awesome. You're welcome. Thank you. I mean, it's not on our brand colors, but, you know, no. it's all good. <laughs> no, no, but I like orange. <laughs> but no, Sam but- likes orange, so. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I mean, it's great, though. I mean, it's something that you can send to your clients. They're transparent and be like, look, look at this. Oh, we Understand do. it. Oh, and we do. And, and then <laughs> if they have trouble, listen to this podcast where Joe makes a fool of himself talking, bringing up com- comments that aren't relevant. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think, I think, so they can yeah. get, so they can listen and be like, oh, I think, oh, I guess I'm getting shot down by Sam. It's okay. So, yeah, I guess it <laughs> wasn't that important anyway. <laughs> do I shut you down? No, I no, 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 I wasn't no. here for that. I missed it. I'm asking dumb questions anyway. I don't. <laughs> Not dumb questions. I'm asking questions that, you know, people that get roadblocked would ask, right? People that get stopped in their tracks because they oh, okay. are looking oh, at. I, I wasn't shutting you down. I thought we were no, having a conversation. We Sorry. are having a conversation. We are having a conversation. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, try, I'm trying to give a contrarian point of view to have something else to talk about, I guess. I love it. You know me. I love the contrarians in the world, so... <laughs> Jen, no, no, I don't believe it. Not me. Never. Not me. No, never, Uh. never. So... So it looks like this week you you have something some differences between America and Australia. Well, it's been a while I since did we've had that on the show, and and the reason I've put it in because I was sitting down to do this, and you know, there's some big things happening in the world. We've all been watching a bit too much of the news, making you know, waiting, and I'm like, let's have a bit of fun this week, and I needed to know if what I have found out is true. So, Joe and Jen, I need you to help me here because I've found out or I've heard from an American that these things you don't have over there, these foods, so I need help. Do you know what passion fruit is? Yes. I've heard of it. I've never had – I don't know. I don't think I've ever had it. Wow. Have you had passion fruit, Jen? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not not like an apple. It's not like – as common as an apple, it's a tropical fruit. Uh huh. But I know uh-huh. I've had like passion fruit smoothies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay, so yeah. we shouldn't believe everything we see on social media then, because this woman said passion fruit is not a thing in the U.S. and she's never had anything passion fruit flavored. I'm like, no, no, passion fruit is awesome. Well, wait where a where does she wait live? Well, I didn't. I didn't ask where maybe she lives. I was more in shock. <laughs> maybe she's in a food desert. Maybe. Oh, well, then maybe this. All of this stuff is wrong. Then. So, sausage rolls and pies. Do you guys have sausage rolls and and meat pies? Isn't uh, that just sausage in a roll? It's meat? in pastry. Pastry meat in puff pastry. Most Australians that are, are tradies would have this for lunch every single day. So it's like a, hmm. it's a full on lunch staple. I think it's probably not like common, but for instance, in where I live, there's a pasty shop, which is kind of like. Yes, my pasties fall in the same category. Yeah, it's as kind of, a, it's in that world. Um, so yeah, I think, I think we, we, <laughs> we don't, we can't really claim that as ours. You know, oh, see, I'm well, just, now I'm just thinking, yeah, I'm just well, I mean, thinking you know. now, don't definitely don't don't follow social media for for american and australian food then so pork belly and crackling i'm like surely guys you have pork belly and crackling i hope not i don't really want that really you can keep (laughs) you can have that one really um, you don't have that we have like you'll see pork belly on like restaurant menus yeah but is this like something you get in like in a snack bag no 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 no. like it's actual like does it look like that yeah Okay. And it has the best crackling ever. That top, that picture, picture in the top left-hand corner. Okay, got it. It's got the best crackling. And I just assumed that you would have pork belly and crackling. Well, oh. I, I think we just call it pork belly. It's not belly. actual. I don't know if yeah. we say crackling. Totally being led up the garden path. So please tell me this last one that you don't know what it is. 
fairy bread. That's I don't know what fairy bread is. Do you know what fairy bread is, Joe? I'm pretty I'm sure it's in one of Ava's storybooks. This pretty uh, sure it's in one of Ava's storybooks. I haven't gotten her to be able to read the other one that's not about <gasps> the stew, the so, wombat stew. Yeah, okay. This is the this is impossible. <laughs> she, this, she, this is right up her alley. <laughs> Rainbow yeah, all it is the, it is seriously so good. There is no there is no vitamins. There is no good food in this whatsoever. What it is, is this? It is white bread okay. buttered with sprinkles on it. No. And every Australian child has this at a birthday party forever. It is so good. <laughs> Fairy bread. Yeah, wow. it's Jen. You need to get on it. You need to, on your birthday, you need to make some fairy bread. Well, I don't see why not. This looks <laughs> sounds, awesome. like a, sounds like a good move. Sounds yeah. acceptable. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. I've been totally led up the garden path. Next time I'll have to make yeah. sure I, I check with you guys before I believe the, uh, the people on the socials. Well, the, the I don't know where, where these people live then. Like maybe in a cave? Maybe in a cave. <laughs> oh, well, okay. So this is this is different. I was wondering, like, so Taco Bell offers a dragon fruit freeze, and I wasn't sure if that was like another way of saying passion fruit, but apparently No, it's different. Uh, dragon fruit that is different. different. That's I did different. not know that. I don't yeah. think dragon fruit has a lot of flavor, but it's beautiful. It's yeah, pretty. It is very yeah, pretty. It's, it's very pretty. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Huh. Interesting. Well, that concludes our food segment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we need a bit of lightness. Don't you agree? We need a bit of lightness. I love oh, talking. I could talk about food so. all day long. You know, if you mm. guys want to want to pivot to the business <laughs> food I think, I think I'll have to pull Melissa into this because <laughs> I, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> When we have people come to visit, I plan my menu months in advance. <laughs> oh. Well. Good to know. Good to know, right, Jenny? Yeah, yeah. Right, for should. about 2026 <laughs> when we can actually travel again. Oh, God, I, I know. I know. Wow. I alphabetize my takeout menus when people come visit. Really? You have yeah, that, well, mean, you have that we many have a, options. We have a lot of options for takeout. Oh, okay. Mm. So. We, we do not. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> Need to live live in the city or something. Let's grind uh, some gears. Let's grind some gears. Absolutely. Gears. Take us gears. take us away, Joe. Uh, well, you know, before we before we get that, I wanted to read one of our reviews for our podcast on oh. Apple Podcasts. Oh. Is it we good? Go down, down or is it bad? Uh, it, it is a five star review. It says great people, great insights. Uh, it's from CS. T J K A. That sounds uh, fake. Wow. <laughs> no, it's, it, it's not fake. I've seen this username before on my show, the Super Joe Parta show. I mean, I know Brent said that he had reviewed it. It might be his account, but I'm not positive. So uh, it says this show has a unique way of bringing great business insights in a super fun format. They bring a variety of experience, and each episode tackles an interesting new topic. Plus, they do the show live, so you can even participate in real time, too. Highly recommended. So if you are enjoying the show, we would love if you could go and rate us in your favorite app of choice, uh, podcast listening app of choice, specifically maybe in Apple Podcasts. That would be great as well. And uh, make sure you subscribe there because we are looking to get more downloads there as well as bringing more mm-hmm. people to watch us live. Ha- watching us live is awesome. The comments are awesome. We greatly, I mean, we really do. We talk about it after every single episode, the comments and the people watching us live. And I didn't mention it earlier, but we are, we have moved to a new time. We're in case not, you didn't notice. <laughs> yeah, in case you didn't notice. Well, well, the thing is, is you don't know, right? People might still show up at five o'clock and be like, oh, the show already happened. What the heck? What happened, we don't like it. Right? We don't like to make big announcements. We like you guys just to figure it out on your own. <laughs> Actually, That's sorry, how, like, it's me. Cool kids do I, it. I, I always put a spanner in the works. It's me. It's the Australian. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's all it's all appreciated. But we have moved to three thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time or 7.30 a.m. Australian Eastern Time. Of course, that's on Monday for Eastern Time and Tuesdays on Australian Eastern Time. <laughs> Tim, Tim, what's up? Tim says, See, Tim, absolutely. That's what it's all about. We <laughs> want to keep it fresh. We don't want people to get bored. We want to be a little exciting and mysterious. Also, I would just like to say that the urgency for the reviews is both... Oh, it's in that top quadrant. Yeah, the top quadrant, urgent and important. Q1 
Q1 mm-hmm. quadrant. Mm-hmm. Yes. Important and urgent. Yep. Do now. Do now. <laughs> Do now. Thank you, Jen, for, for pointing <laughs> that out. That's a callback to our topic. Yes. That's an, ad- that's an advanced podcaster move. I wouldn't recommend <laughs> it. You're just starting out. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> You're on fire. <laughs> oh man. So yeah. So uh, we, all those uh, reviews are appreciated and we will continue to read them here on the Business Geeks podcast. So if you want to get the shout out to your, you know, you and or your business, please drop your, uh, yeah, we'll do that. Drop your review in your podcast player of choice. Well, so grinding, grinding gears. I, you know, we talked about this right before we came on the air. I don't. I'm not going to go into it. I will just say that uh, hopefully Sam's not getting sick down there. Uh, <laughs> I the haven't got the COVID. <laughs> I hope not, though. You know, in Jersey here, it's ramping up very rapidly. Wasn't going to say the e- emails, emails, um, emails. Just remember, when you're writing an email, it's hard to understand context. It's not hard to understand sarcasm. It's hard to understand, you know. Use your emojis, people. That's what they're there for. Well, that's a good, you know, that's a good point now in this day and age. But just remember that people are reading emails and they're adding their own color commentary to the email as they're reading it. So. Just, you know, keep that this in mind. This is very vague, Joe. I'm not sure I, yeah, I know what vague, is grinding your gears. I'm like, Come I'm on. very Speed confused. It out. Clearly, Speed it out. clearly I received an email that I was not not all mm-hmm. that happy about. So, I, you know, I'm just throwing it out there. It's How many good. emojis did it have? Had z- zero. zero emojis. Yeah, zero emojis. Zero emojis. How many sentences did it have? One, two, I don't know, seven, eight, ten. Were you sentences? called a bad name? No, I was not called. No, because that would be a different grind my gears. That would be, you know. I'm just, I I'm just trying to get the details. Everybody's like, I know what everyone's thinking that's listening. They're like, why can't he just say what's grinding his gears? I, not, <laughs> like not Jen, yet. Not yet. Jen does it all the time. I don't hold back. <laughs> There's an expectation not, not from yet. our audience that you're really going to grind the gear. Not, not yet. Soon. Soon. Oh my gosh! Oh gosh! Got it. Sorry, 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 talk everybody. from the scar, not from the wound. Oh my! Gosh. I think that. Let's go with that this week. There you go. I, I like. I like that. Oh my god! <laughs> Someone uh, had yeah. to save this segment. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. No, I just remember. You're like, you're. Are you talking? Are you talking about my emails again, Tim? No, I'm not talking if, about. If anyone your was going to do it, it would be me. I send emails with one sentence that are pretty blunt. <laughs> That is, that's a true fact there. Um, yeah, that is a true fact. <laughs> I don't, why use all the words when you can just get it done? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So just, you know, be cognizant of what you're saying. That's all. Were, would you, were your feelings hurt or were you? No, no. Okay. All right. So, all right. If you want to real grind my gears. Yes, God. That's what we've been asking for. <laughs> Jesus. No, I'm thinking about something else. I'm thinking about it's something what the whole segment is called. <laughs> Okay, so it didn't happen to me, but I'm watching. So I'm watching a video from one of the YouTubers I watched. They did a like a secret shopper for like they were like they set up this person who doesn't know anything about computers, and they picked up their phone and they called like eight or ten different computer companies and said, "I need a gaming computer, and my budget is fifteen hundred dollars." Well, one of the companies, which was Dell, who had already been told prior when they did a secret shopper two years ago, because, you know, they're all routinely one of the sponsors of this channel. Like, hey, you know, you don't need to offer your financing five times on the call and the warranty three or four times. And then even after you've declined both of those, still put the warranty, the extended warranty on like the bill of services for the computer in which you buy, you know, honoring what somebody said is important. You know, it grinded my gears because like I could see where somebody who doesn't know like, hey, Christmas is coming up. I want to buy my, you know, grandson, granddaughter, kid, you know, nephew, whatever, uh, friend, (laughs) a computer. I don't know much about it, but I want to make, you know, I want to make a happy happen at the end of 2020 for this person. And they call up and they get crap service on the phone from somebody who really doesn't know what they're talking about and does things like offers financing five times throughout, even though you continue to say, no, I, I just get, take my credit card number. Take, just take my money. 
Just take my money. I know you want to offer your financing. You want to offer your warranty. I'm not interested in any of that. Just help me get the thing that I'm looking for. And it's, it, you know, it's frustrating for people who just yeah. don't Listen know. Listen to the customer. Yeah. yeah. Listen to the customer. I have a question. What's yeah. the, Speaking of warranties, what's the bottom on the warranty? Because I purchased something at a store called Micro Center, which I don't know how broad... If, if there are okay, you know. So what I go there. So, hold on, time out. So I go to Micro Center so often that my daughter has called one of her stuffed animals Micro. <laughs> so go ahead, okay. go, go finish, well, finish what you're gonna say. Can't compete with that. Okay, let's um, take Micro Center. I, I, I like Micro Center. I don't remember what it was, but I bought it an item that was maybe in like under forty dollars. Okay. And I was asked if I would like to purchase a warranty. <laughs> I was like, was a warranty a dollar? <laughs> how <laughs> low? Yeah, it was like two bucks. I was like, how low will you go on these? Like, like how? Like, if I get like one of these like two ninety nine like car chargers, like does that? Can I get a warranty for that? Because those do crap out all the time. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, they don't last very long. Um, uh, I mean, I was. I don't understand. This is a racket. I feel like this warranty racket. Oh, I so oh, yes, it is. I, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you were, I, I, oh, you didn't know that. No, oh, no, I didn't know that. I thought racket. you were. Oh, okay. um, I thought you were. Oh, not uh, giving me a hard time for saying racket. No, 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 no. It is. I, I'm. I'm not saying specifically for Micro Center, but in general, the, yeah. the extended warranty things. I've never had a warranty ta- tell plan, you things. Yeah, play out well. I've never had a warranty play out well. <laughs> so I, I went to, I was at Micro Center and I was thinking about buying this new graphics card and they were like, so this has got a new cooler on it that they just designed, that they developed. And, it, and I knew about it because I've researched it extensively. And they're like, and we don't know how well it's going to work out. So you might want to get the extended warranty for that. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> like, what, what, like you're trying to use, like, no, nobody showing up on the day of launch doesn't already know about this. Like you're not you're not fooling anybody. Sorry, sorry, Micro Center. I love you, Micro Center. But is it just my Micro Center? Can we talk about <laughs> yes. how cre- how creepy <laughs> the salespeople are at Micro Centers? How serial killer looking they are? <laughs> like how scary? Really, really, these people seem to be. Why is that? I mean, I'm what is the place you speak of? This it's like be- a like a computer store. Like if I was casting a movie about a serial killer, the person I would picture would be the micro center salespeople, the c- composite of the people I have encountered there. I know you see, I know you know what I'm talking about. I'm going to say at my micro center in St. David, I actually have become friends because I could have solved it. I've become friends with some of the people that work there. I will say maybe half of them fit that bill. See, that's a high percentage. <laughs> that is a high percentage. That is a high percentage. I think, well, it, it's just, it. I, I don't know. Actually, somebody, one of the managers that works there always wears this bright white suit, like a suit suit. And somebody actually standing behind me made a comment as he walked by. I was like, what is up with the dude walking around in a bright white suit, like in a micro center? Like, what? That's what's a going lot. And, and I, I didn't say anything. I was like, I shop here too often to make a comment. I'm good. <laughs> there were some very nice people that work there. But yes, sure I, I, I... Maybe I they're just what... creative. Creative computer people. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> creative in their methods of... Well, you know. <laughs> maybe. Disposal. I don't know. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I'm sure they do background checks. I'm sure they do. Yes. No big deal. Yes, I'm sure they do. But I, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I'm not Okay, that was I, unfair of me, maybe, but. <laughs> Don't type Micro Center in this, please. <laughs> I like going to that store. It's oh. one of the few stores in the area that actually carries computer parts. So please don't. You like going there. Weird. I do. I do. Well, because they have stuff that other places, like you can't get the stuff they have for, at Best Buy, most of the stuff there. You know, and you walk around, you get ideas because like there's things there that, again, wouldn't be at any other store. And unless you were thinking to search up that kind of stuff, you wouldn't find it. And so they have stuff available. So like there's been times where I've needed things today and I was able, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a bit of a height. It's like 35 minutes to get up there and bat, you know, 35 minutes each way, but I can do it. I can go. I can right, here's thing. just a certain type of person. It's not that store specifically because Leon goes to a certain store to get all of my stuff. 
I don't know, technical <laughs> the magic stuff. stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I don't like go there. I'll sit in the car, babe. See, it's a okay. I'll sit in the car. I don't like going in there. The guys are so weird in there. See, weird. Weird (laughs) Okay, so here's a question. Here's a question. This is for everybody. Everybody out there. Everybody listening. If you had to live the rest of your life in one store, what would it be? Oh, I've just had a meltdown because I can't choose. (laughs) I I think I would just. I. I mean, I never go to the store, but I think of. Just for practical reasons, it would have to be Target because there's a Starbucks, there's... They have food. Food, clothing. <laughs> you survive. <laughs> I'll survive. I mean, I'm just, I'm just talking about like survival. There's enough of a variety of items. It would take me a few years before I got really bored. I would say Walmart Superstore just because it's A, big so I can get exercise. They have food, you know, grocery store inside of itself. Mm. Imagine all the people uh, that you'd be in there with. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Screw it. Micro Center. They have would- um, they have drinks and they have snacks there. You know. Oh, my, mine does. Well, I was gonna say like if assuming that you had like you claimed Walmart as your like you were in Walmart by yourself, you would become the person of Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> You'd well, be all over the internet, George. Have George. George. Well, it depends if you're talking about survival. Like, okay, everybody's I'm talking gone. About survival. I one story. Oh, yeah. Well, then, I, I think mean, Walmart makes the money. They got there. guns. They yeah, got it's guns. just all about survival. Okay. Walmart's where it's at. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, right. yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. What am I gonna do at Target? I don't have any weapons. They sell baseball bats there. Oh yeah. Okay, baseball bats. Yes. Like a food processor. I don't know. Uh, Tim Gillette would live the rest of his life in the Adam and Eve stores. Not a bad choice, Tim. I mean, Adam no, and Eve store. Have, Hang on. I need to know. What is an Adam and Eve I'm store? I'm assuming. You might want to Google it. I'm assuming it's okay. like an X-rated. Okay. Got it. Fun time. Uh, you can never tell. It could have been a donut store for all I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's somebody, some people out there that would live the rest of their lives in a donut store. I would live in a donut store. Is that your choice? No, it's not. Okay. It was just one of my choices. I, I sh- if I was more strict in my game, I would say that <laughs> I would have been you, out. you can't take it back. Well, at that point, you don't have to worry about diabetes or anything. Because like, if you're pretty much the only person left, like, what's just enjoy what's there. Oh, you still get diabetes. Just, yeah, sure. you won't be worried about it because it's like, yeah, you know, everybody else is gone or. Not no. with me, so. No, you have a responsibility to bring back civilization. You can't just give up and eat donuts all day long until you die. Then I guess Tim's picking the right choice with Adam and Eve. Yeah, he could, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, there that you was go. A, a, do- a donut shop. I would not go to Dunkin', though. <laughs> Their donuts are terrible. Oh, well, there I goes mean, that they're, sponsor. They're, ed- they're, edib- <laughs> they're edible, but they're terrible. No, they, sponsors love it when you make fun of them. They do. Well, the Micro Center should be giving us some big bucks today. Yeah, they should be. They should be giving us big bucks. Maybe uh, we don't need we'll sponsors. We don't need sponsors. No. No. Yes, we do. We're, we're, we're yes, good. we do. Oh, no. <laughs> what do you think then? Yes, we do. <laughs> No, I'm I'm playing hard to get. <laughs> we, 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 yeah. yeah, right. I'm playing hard to get, Sam. <laughs> Righto. It's a it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Play hard to get. A better oh, donut that's why, that's is what, why is what I'm failing at sponsorships. <laughs> Down here, donut is Krispy Kreme. I mean, yeah. there's definitely good donut shops out there, but Dunkin' Donuts is just. Have you okay. noticed that the donut game is keeps getting raised? Like, I don't know what happened, but like, like the cupcake game. Yeah, got like, over the, like, like the, the donuts decade. are getting stranger and stranger. Like, they're actually starting to n- no longer resemble donuts. Ah, no, I, I saw it. This. Croissants apparently are doing that here as well. I saw oh. a, a picture yesterday of a like a pastry shop that's selling these croissants that are actually like cubes. They're full cubes. That and can't, got, is that a croissant? Well, it's the croissant oh. pastry, but then inside there's different fillings like green tea, custard, and all these things inside a croissant that's yeah. in a cube. I was I'm, like, wow. I don't know how I feel about this. This is kind of like my conundrum with Oreos. Like for so long, Oreos were just what they were, Oreos. Now there's yes. so many different kinds of Oreos that – I'm confused by the Oreo. I don't know what it is anymore, and I don't even know if I want it. Ah, well, I'm happy yeah, to go try out the uh, where I would be. The what? The double stuffed Oreos. <clears throat> they put twice the cream. 
I don't know any of this stuff that you guys talk wow. about. We have meat pies. That's it. We have meat pies. We have passion fruit. That's all we have. <laughs> all right. So those are those are some donuts. I'm getting hungry now. No, I, have- I clearly. <laughs> 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 well, thank you, Tim, for thinking that this was so much fun. Hopefully, everybody else listening at home, watching at home, thinks it's fun and leaves us a positive review. I was going to say, Tim, I don't, <laughs> I don't believe Tim. I don't believe anybody's compliments until they show up on. Apple Podcast Reviews. <laughs> Talk is cheap in the chatterbox. Yeah. <laughs> Make it count, Tim. Come on. Wow. Send you wow. twenty send you twenty bucks. Come on. <laughs> uh, Interesting show. Who's getting your lunch money this week, Sam? Headliner app. Oh, yeah. Joe, you know how much I love Headline yeah. App. I talked about it at Indie PodCon, whatever year that was. Was that last year? 2019. It feels like yeah. a year ago. It, it feels like it 10 years ago. But just it's just such a good app. So this is an app that you can create audiograms on, but only, I don't know how long this has been out, probably a really long time, but we've only just discovered it. The captions, you can do videos where it's got the little the little bar that comes across that shows you how far you've got to go through oh. the video. There's so many amazing, amazing different features in it's Headline so App. Nice. It's so such nice. It's such a great app. Like I've, I've got a team member that just works in here all day, every day, creating all these magical little videos and audiograms for our clients. There is a free option, but you only get five videos a month. We're on a $19.99 option. It's got unlimited, unlimited videos, but thoroughly, thoroughly recommend this app. You can do all the different sizes, your oh. Instagram stories, your Instagram. It's got all other different things that I know nothing about because, like I said, I delegate this, but do love this app and thoroughly recommend you use it. Wow, and you can use your own fonts and custom watermarks, Uh unlimited transcription. This is a bargain. The captions are all (laughs) done by AI. This is what I love. They put the video in and the captions just magically appear. It is so good. So So good. good. Oh, my gosh. When is it that we're going to be replaced by robots? Anybody have a date? We already are being no, replaced I mean by us, robots. I mean the business geeks. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> how long, how far are we away from robot podcasters? Well, I'm, I'm going to go out, like, I'm going to say eight months. <laughs> eight months. Eight months. big problem here. There will be no food talk on business geeks if we're talking about robots. They don't eat. Yeah. So it just won't well, be as good. They they don't eat. Won't yet. be no donut talk on. Yeah, well, point. They don't eat yet. Okay. They know about food because they can search up the internet and they can talk to us. Oh, like, okay. Like, Sam's going back to her corner. The robots uh, should just take over. <laughs> they, they really should. Oh, oh, they will someday. It's it's, it's depressing. But today's not that day. Today's Today not we, the day. We're still we, here. Still got to deal with COVID. So there's, there's that. Exactly. Hooray. Just get on Headliner app. Just do it. It's good. Yes, it. yes, yes, and, yes, yes. And please join us next week. We do not like being lonely. It's not good for our mental health. And the comments help us from killing each other. Yes. <laughs> yes. Good comments. Good comments this week. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for all the comments. Yes. Thank you, everybody. So leave us a review, like we said before, on Apple Podcasts and tell us what you want to hear in an upcoming episode. Tell us about why you love us. Tell us about why you hate us. It's all good if you hate us. Like we're willing to read, react and maybe, you know, tweak. I don't know about change, but... If you've enjoyed this episode of the Business Geeks podcast, please share it with the Business Geek in your life. Send us your questions and suggestions to questions at businessgeekspodcast.com. Catch us next week, Monday at 3 p.m. or 3.30 p.m. Eastern and Tuesday, 7.30 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. For Sam and Jen, I'm Super Joe Pardo. We hope you have a great week. Take care.